0: Is your secret story have anything to do with? Uh... Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love it. <laughs> I love communication on a mental level. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu, alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy?
0: Doing pretty good, man. Um, just had a, a bagel with uh, oh my gosh, some cream cheese on it, and a cup of coffee. Feeling pretty good about my day so far. Wow. Um,
1: I mean that's I, a great that's a great way to start the day.
0: It, you know what? It really is. Um, I just ha- it's technically my Monday today. I, I believe I was I was kind of putting out some feelers yesterday uh, to my American friends. I, I don't think you guys had a day off yesterday. Eh?
1: No, we didn't. We have this coming Monday off.
0: Interesting. What's yes. what's the name of that holiday? Memorial Day. Memorial Day. So we had uh, MDW Vic- Memorial Day weekend. You guys got a lot of, and that's for the veterans, I'm assuming. Ah. Uh, not to be confused with veterans day right sure yeah okay
1: Uh, memorial day labor day veterans day all kind of
0: blend labor day is also for veterans no probably not i don't know Oh, okay Uh, um no we had uh we had victoria day i'm assuming it's for queen victoria from our you know days under the monarchy Ah, I see. But uh, we call it May 2-4 here in Canada. And that's usually the first weekend where everybody, uh, you know, goes out camping, gets fucking shit face drunk, <laughs> uh, and really kicks off, you know, the start of the summer, um, even though it's technically not summer yet. But that's May 2-4 weekend is a big weekend in Canada. We uh, we like to get rambunctious. May 2-4? Uh, yeah, technically it's... Like the 24th? or So, yeah, so... Sometimes it falls on the twenty fourth. I think it's a you know the third weekend in uh, in May kind of thing. I don't think it's an actual date. Um, you know, like some of those other holidays that don't necessarily fall on a specific date, like a Easter kind of thing. You know, right. Um, but uh, also symbolizes the two four. I don't know if you guys call a case of beer a two four. No,
1: I've never heard that.
0: Oh, really? And you're a beer guy, so you would know if they called it that in, in the states. So in Canada, two four is you know a, a twenty four pack of of uh, you know beer. Yeah, I, I love that. Actually, I'm going to yeah, start two, calling yeah. it a two four. So we call May two four. So it, it symbolizes you know technically the day. It usually falls a right rain around that day, but really symbolizes the case of beer you're going to crush over the course of a day or a oh my weekend. My God, or, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, make two four. four. So I need
1: to get a new. T- I need to get a two four soon.
0: Yeah. So we we, we have a lot of um, you know we have a lot of uh, slang for our alcohol. You know uh, that I, I I don't believe you guys have. What's your favorite alcohol? Two four slang? is pretty good. Two four is good. Two four is good. Like a twenty a, a lot of numbers. So, so like a 26-er is like. A, do you guys have that? Okay. in like, a No,
1: we we do. Uh, ours are thirty. Are called thirty packs or thirty racks? Oh really? And you got yeah, it's a thirty.
0: 30 pack case of like, so what's a fifth? Your
1: Bud Light, your, your Bud Light, your Coors Light,
0: your Miller Light. All oh, awesome. Yeah. Like we have those two. We have those two. I think we still call them two fours, even though they're technically But we call fairies. them 30 packs or 30. What do packs? you call like a bottle of like vodka? Like a, well, like a medium sized, not fifth a fifth is the size. Yeah. A fifth. So yeah, we call that a, t- a, 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 a 26er. 26er. All right. Yeah. So
1: it's a fifth or a handle is the big one. A handle because they have the handle
0: right i think we, <laughs> i think we call those 60s uh so a lot a lot of number-based alcohol names here ours are just by uh can you hold it or <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you call like the little um like kind of like the plastic bottle like that? Uh, either i most of the time i refer
1: to those as nips or airplane bottles
0: so no, I don't mean I don't necessarily mean airplane bottles. I'm talking about maybe like a bottle that fits in your hand properly, like a almost like a like flask shaped. So not a not a you know not a a handle worth, and not a you know. Uh, I don't
1: really know if I haven't we have a name for those. Do you know the size that I'm talking yeah, about yeah, though? It's like right. It's like the one that would fit in your pocket.
0: Right, exactly. You'd bring oh, that it's out. Like a p- for, it's like a pint. It's a pint. Is that what it is? A pint? Yeah, I think we we call those mickeys. Oh, so like a, I like that better. A Mickey. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's interesting. I,
0: like that I, I always like to see we're so similar, yet so different. Yeah, I know. Um, so I like, the, I like those little uh, those little differences uh, between I'm our ridiculous. cultures.
1: All right. But let's check in on your coronavirus uh, sanity here. We haven't done this in a while. Where, where are you now?
0: I am feeling- Last time
1: that... we did it, you were like a full full, almost five. I feel like you've probably come down a little bit. I'm basically we're, at zero now. We're turning the corner. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm basically at zero. Um, for my work we've, here, I, I live in Ontario, uh, which is uh, the Mecca of Canada. So oh, anybody wow. not <laughs> listening from Ontario that lives in Canada, you know what I'm talking about. We, we do think we're better than everybody else in Canada. Um, <laughs> but uh, we've just opened up retail stores uh, in Canada, uh, or in Ontario, I should say. Uh, the, the rest of Canada has kind of been open for the most part, I'd say, for the last week or two uh as far as like you know being able to go to Home Depot or um you know we have retail stores now open so you can go go shopping as long as it's not part of a mall so if it's an if you can if you can enter and exit via like you know the exterior of the building so if it has a front facing uh front-facing entrance uh it's it's open so people can go buy you know tvs again and you know uh (laughs) whatever else they want to buy uh still no malls open still no you know movie theaters open no sporting events no concerts yet but um retail is back which i think is going to be a big deal
1: retail is
0: back yeah i don't know and, and i think personally speaking i think people have some, you know, obviously those uh, who are laid off or, you know, but the people that weren't, I think there's a lot of additional income that's kind of burning a hole in their wallet. Um, oh, I that, think
1: that's very true. I think you know what I mean? Seeing, yeah, I, definitely I,
0: think I haven't sure. been negatively effective, you know, knock on wood by, you know, by coronavirus. Uh, and I'm noticing month over month, it's like, oh, shit. You know, if, I'm, if we're not going out once or twice a week, you see that savings in your bank account pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, no, I—that's uh, actually the biggest thing I said to my wife. I'm like, I didn't realize how much fucking money we spent on just crap. Like, uh, I actually feel go? like I... I'm feel like I'm accumulating money now. <laughs> rather,
0: right, than... no, they, at the end of every month, it was just like, hmm, here's this money. Yeah, um, I know. Uh, do you guys want to so... order pizza tonight? <laughs> or? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's that's a good thing. Um, I also I, I have to give a shout out to. Uh, our friend of the show crypto charles uh, oh have you been seeing the amazon
0: posts so i have been seeing he 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 is like drop shipping i, I think that's what it's called uh, he no, seems to be big so
1: he's not drop shipping i'll oh. explain it to you in a second okay. but just uh, tell me your understanding of his amazon posts and i will i'll give you the real skinny
0: <laughs> okay as far as i know i thought he was had this other business uh through amazon Um, that that he's been doing moderately well with. Um, And I assumed it was some sort of drop shipping where people go to a certain... I have no idea what it would be, but they would go to his website, buy stuff, and then he posts any of the daily sales or the weekly sales on Twitter. Okay, so... That was my basic understanding.
1: Kind of, sort of, not really. Okay. Uh, So uh, what it is is, you know, here's the basic down and dirty of it, right? Amazon is the biggest marketplace in the world, yes. right? They do over $100 billion in sales. And something that people probably don't know is that over 50% of that sales that Amazon sells are sold by third-party sellers, meaning okay. not Amazon directly themselves, right? right? So essentially what you can do in this group is essential or just in general anybody can do it you don't need to be in the group but i just didn't even know that this was a thing that existed i just assumed everything i bought from amazon was from amazon right Mm -hmm. and uh because it all comes in a prime box and comes from amazon and never think twice about it but it doesn't it comes from all these people selling of buying things, sending them to Amazon, and then Amazon fulfills the purchase, right? Gotcha. So if you, for example, found something that was, uh, you know, in a retail store, yeah. essentially what it is is it's arbitrage. So yeah. like you you would find something that is has a price gap. From, I tried to
0: get my wife into this a couple months ago prior to the, uh, prior to Rona. Ha, ah, did she take to it? We, we were watching some video, like, you know, because She's uh, she's at home watching the kids, but wants to, you know, earn some sort of income. So we were looking at uh, using like AliExpress, uh, finding you know, uh, setting up a, a website where uh, you know sh- there would, would be a theme. Um so we we're kind of going over different themes and then searching for various products and then we could
1: So Amazon meet. makes it so much easier to do, it, right? So all you need to do is find the d- the gap, right? You find the you find the gap in what it's selling for on Amazon versus uh-huh. what it's selling for in a store. And Amazon takes their fee, right? Uh-huh. But you purchase it, you buy it, you send it to Amazon, you price it and then it sells for you, it ships for you and all of that. And it's it's genius, really. Mm-hmm. So in this group, there—I can't give away all the secrets. Uh, there were some things uh, pointed out to us about some arbitrage opportunities, and some people, including myself, just went hardcore on them. Really? And literally, I spent—I spent my entire last week essentially pick, going to Walmart, buying these things, and and flipping them on Amazon. Uh, And they would literally I would pick them up I would post them and they would sell before I got home And I just making money hand over fist it was fucking insane And so I've been selling on Amazon through And I got started because of this group this discord group that Charles is running And uh, (laughs) I've been doing it my first sale was the ninth So we are approaching 10 days days, right yep so it is 10 days Uh, I've sold $12,000 worth of stuff on Amazon what and 50 percent of that is profit
0: okay <laughs> I, why am i only hearing about this now <laughs> well
1: I, I i was kind of skeptical about it at first i didn't know if it was gonna work i didn't know like how it was gonna work and now i'm like holy crap i could do this as like a, an actual business and i think that's kind of what charles has been saying right like it's
0: sustainable if you do it the so right you're way. going to walmart and buying stuff there yeah, everything I bought not for the most Walmart part. online. You're physically going into a Walmart. Uh, well,
1: I found the cheat code where I could order it online, pick it up at Walmart.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. but you're still physically you you physically have the product. At so some you point. can do it. Yeah, you can do it
1: one of two ways, right? You can either do it that way, where you go pick up the product, then you uh, you come back and you you either send it into Amazon that way, or you you can actually merchant fulfill, which means you would actually ship the order after it's bought right we gotta talk about um, we gotta so talk like about this offline
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah and then you can also uh, there's you know online arbitrage where you're just finding online deals versus Amazon and then you can either you can send that right to your house and then you pack it up and send it to Amazon
0: <laughs> we're gonna have to yeah we're gonna have to talk about this a bit more
1: offline <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So I uh, shout out to shout out to Charles and his group, uh, because they got me thinking about it and actually executing on it and Listen, I've done twelve thousand dollars. The next podcast so we're doing is literally called unboxed. We've, <laughs> literally Arbitrage. literally we've uh uh replaced my wife's income for be uh, you know, being laid off. We've replaced it and doubled it in
0: get on my face. Okay, all right, that's enough. I'm just...
1: So that's what I've been up to. So good for you. You know, hey, look, anyone can do it. It's not I a love it. Science.
0: That's why we're going to talk more about this.
1: Uh, the, yeah, the, anybody can do it. It's and then you know those that really take to it. there's a guy literally in a week and a half he sold eighty grand.
0: And so uh, okay I got a, uh, one question one question uh what what kind of stuff are we looking at here like what, what? Oh, I
1: mean it could be anything I can't give away what the actual item is that we've um, all been making crazy Can
0: you give money. me like um
1: a category Uh I would say this is a seasonal this is a seasonal product Okay coming okay. into the summer months. All right That's about as much as I can give That's you
0: That's fair I get it I get it
1: I gotta, you know, I gotta keep the, I gotta protect the group, you know. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. Uh, but you know, if you, I, I'll, I'll tell you offline.
0: I'm, oh yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's fantastic. Oh, but that's, I, uh, so I'm glad to you hear know, that.
1: I, I know, I know, probably made everybody curious and maybe jealous. But uh, if you follow uh, Charles on Twitter, he made a specific Twitter just for the Arbitrage Group and. Um, I guess they're going to be letting in a new wave of people. Cause Charles does not fuck around, dude. He get
0: like, me the in. I need the he, in on this one. I need, uh, go I need to go to go to the webs-
1: or go to the uh, go to his Twitter. Uh-huh. Hold on, let me see let's what the actual I got, I got is. I got
0: this. <laughs> Charles. I take back all those things uh, I said. About you. So the the
1: <laughs> the Twitter handle for the actual group is arbi- at Arbitrage Ops Ops. And I think there's a thing at the top, the pin post, if you retweet and follow, you get on the the wait list. And he's letting new people in, I guess, uh, June 1st. Woo! Yeah. And it's literally, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's like, I mean, it's, there's no, no catch. Like, there's no... You don't pay anything. It's just a group to learn how to do this. And no shit, eh? Yeah, no. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, and uh, I'm excited. It's pretty cool, and it, it's right up my alley because you know me. I was flipping cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I You're was a flipping memorabilia, and like, it's right up my alley. It's what I've been doing, and I just did not realize like I was selling stuff on eBay, flipping on eBay, and like, I just didn't realize that there was this monster of a way to do this and uh so i'll give you my i'll give you my next secrets offline Woo!
0: i'm excited
1: i got some stuff in the works i'm telling all you right. i'm never fucking going back to working i love <laughs> it I'm i love quitting it my job at some point um but that's what i've been up to so shall we get to the news yes let's do that all right let's get to the news <laughs>
0: All right, Chambers. Start us off, buddy. All right, I got I got some news here from the block crypto. Um, This is uh, I think this is a friend of the show. Um, I believe I want to say Flora was her name uh, from BlockFi. But this is uh, are you familiar with BlockFi? Yes, I'm assuming so. Right? Uh, Says it suffered. We had BlockFi on. Yes, we did. Right, Flora. I want to say her name was. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. She was very fun. Floria, Flora. Flora. yeah, exactly. She was a a very fun guest, so uh, shout out. Um, BlockFi says it suffered a data breach, but no customer funds were lost. Um, So cryptocurrency lender BlockFi alerted clients Tuesday morning of a data breach, according to a memo shared with the block. Uh, The breach occurred on May 14th, impacting less than half of the firm's retail clientele, and and none of the firm's institutional clients, says CEO Zach Prince, uh, and that was confirmed by the block. Uh, The breach, which lasted for about an hour, did not impact customer funds, uh, said the firm, so that's good. It, however, did expose account activity information as well as uh, customer email address and postal addresses, which is not good. Uh, social Security numbers and images of clients' uh, licensed government-issued IDs were not exposed, uh, which is uh, which is great. And here's a memo here uh, from uh, from BlockFi on May fourteenth. There was a data incident at BlockFi that exposed certain client account informations for a brief period of time. While no information was accessed that would enable the intruder to access your account or your funds, we believe it is, in the interest of transparency, to share the following details with you and all of our clients uh, who are potentially affected. Your funds, passwords, and non-public information uh, are secure and no BlockFi client or customer funds were impacted or at risk. No action is required by you. So they're not even telling you to change your password, which is, I guess, good. Maybe change your password, though, for for the (laughs) record. Just to be be on the safe side. Uh, A BlockFi incident report stated that the data breach was due to a SIM swap uh, attack on a BlockFi employee phone number. Uh, we talk about those fairly frequently. Uh, the attacker also attempted to withdraw client funds uh, on BlockFi, but was quote uh, unsuccessful in doing so, according to the report. Data breaches are not uh, usual in the cryptocurrency market. Are not unusual. Someone's going to say that's not correct. They are it's very. Not usual. unusual <laughs> to
1: have data breach anymore. <laughs> In March, it was
0: reported that more than a quarter of a million uh, of Trident Crypto Funds uh, customers' usernames and passwords uh, had been stolen. I don't know who Trident Crypto Funds is, but uh, maybe it's bubblegum related. I'm not sure. Uh, In November 2019, crypto derivatives giant BitMEX drew the ire of Twitter users for a breach that impacted the majority of users um so we all remember that one so um as of now it's looking you know it's a good move i think to be transparent um even though nothing was affected i think it uh i think it bodes well for them and it doesn't look like any personal information was affected and again not not even telling you to change your password um so you know that's where we are what any thoughts on that uh on that incident bunch? No, no, I think uh, BlockFi
1: has proven themselves as a pretty reputable company. So
0: I agree. Uh, I, I definitely uh, put them in the top tier.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, if you there's a top, there is a top tier, and I would say they've put themselves there. So um, I'm all for the transparency when stuff like that happens. The shadier that you are as a company, the worse it looks, uh, and then questions arise and all of that great stuff. Hmm.
0: Um. The, yeah i mean uh what do you think uh you know same about the same you know it's i think it's good these things are gonna happen i i'm always uh, shocked with how many sim swaps uh occur and i feel like you know the the these these uh these companies cell phone companies should have this figured out by now i feel like this has been happening for a long time um there should be a way to to, to fix the SIM swap issue that's that's occurring in the U.S. We don't we don't nearly get that many SIM swaps here in Canada. Now I'm not is even that sure if-
1: different from a SIM swap?
0: uh no uh very very similar uh <laughs> <laughs> that's when uh, one uh, one simp is replaced with a uh with a comparable simp uh to the lady so uh, oh, okay yeah.
1: so they're the same level of simp
0: yeah exactly okay. we, we want that simp level to be very very uh accurate so uh the <laughs> hashtag simp swap, uh, simp
1: swap is our is the hashtag <laughs> for today's show for sure uh all right i've got uh i i guess i would say more bad news this is bad news uh I, and I don't know. Have you heard about this this morning? BitMEX's trading engine was down for over an hour, now online in cancel-only mode. Um, yeah. So, Crypto Derivatives Exchange BitMEX's trading engine has been offline since around... 12 or 8 15 a.m today the exchange said it was investigating the issue to fix it as soon as possible they say all customer funds are safe according to bitmex which added that they delayed orders uh, or delayed orders will be rejected and no liquidations will occur During the downtime, there will be a cancel-only period coming back online, which is up now. Uh, BitMEX's website and API were also down for some time earlier today, but those are back online now, according to the exchange's status page. BitMEX was hit with a lawsuit over the weekend for allegedly being involved in illegal activities such as market manipulation and money laundering. Lawsuit also alleged that BitMEX operates an unlicensed money-transmitting business in the United States. Uh Uh-oh. Commenting (laughs) on the complaint, a spokesperson of BitMEX, parent company, HDR Global Trading, told the block at the time, We will deal with this complaint through a normal litigation process and are entirely confident the court will see the claim for what it is. Thoughts?
0: I feel like Bitmex is a ticking time bomb. Uh, Dude,
1: I mean if that isn't proof <laughs> like
0: well there there's always talk about a uh a silk road type event that would occur, you know, in in these times and you know all indications point to that being a Bitmex issue. Um so if 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 a Bitmex regardless of whatever happened whether it's uh like a data breach or uh you know <laughs> there's a myriad of different uh you know bad things that could happen to it uh but if that happens uh we could see uh we could see a real real drop in the price of bitcoin i think
1: yeah um uh, i don't know i i agree like you could i mean bitcoin i mean bitmex is the kind of biggest uh biggest platform out there for you know all the trading it's going to be interesting if the
0: only the only saving that. grace is is you know more and more uh, option trading uh, platforms or derivative changing uh, trading platforms that come out the you know you're spreading out the the risk right so if everybody's trading Bitmax, uh, obviously all the risk is there but you know if people are I, I forget all the different ones I think there's like Darabit and Bybit and uh, and these types of things. So the more that money is spread out across different platforms, I think the better. In my opinion, FTX I think is another one um, that's that's better. Having all your ducks or having all your eggs in one basket is never good. You wanna you wanna have a couple of eggs in a bunch of different baskets. I think having your coins in the same mixer. You got it. It's a, <laughs> a Monero uh, reference. <laughs>
1: Bitcoins got <laughs> mixers. Uh, I think. Dude, I'm not sure.
0: What, uh, what, what am I a fucking crypto podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, back to you in the studio chamber <laughs> all
0: right this is uh this is some good news here Square's cash app uh, now allows users to schedule automatic Bitcoin purchases at set time intervals whether that be daily weekly or bi weekly. I think this is huge um, I have to manually do mine here in Canada uh, through Coinbase, gross. Uh, <laughs> I know, but uh, it's, it's really the only option as far as a uh, a, a recurring payment or a recurring purchase. Uh, so. Sc- Square's Cash App now uh, on the board. I honestly thought after reading this, I actually thought they were already doing this, but uh, this is a new feature dubbed "quote auto invest," and that follows a system of dollar cost averaging, i.e., buying an asset in small amounts regularly, regardless of its price. Uh, "Quote you don't need a per- you don't need perfect timing if you're thinking long term. By spreading purchases out, you can minimize the impact of market swings," said Cash App. The app supports both Bitcoin. And stocks for auto invest, and the minimum recurring buying limit uh, is ten dollars. So you can do it for as as little as ten bucks a week, every two weeks, every day. Um, you can you can do that, and that obviously that'll uh, that'll help you dollar cost average. How's this for you?
1: I just did it. Look at you,
0: <laughs> amazing.
1: I mean, it's what I've been doing anyway, and now I'm glad that I can automate it.
0: <laughs> so you were manually doing it?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And I so, you- like sometimes I would, you know, it would. Because it would debit from my account every day, but sometimes it would just sit in there until I remembered to either make the purchase or I see. So the I dollars waited.
0: were going into your cash app. Correct. And but so, not,
1: not transferring to Bitcoin. Right. I had to do the manual Got you. purchase of Bitcoin. So I just set it up. So and it was very, very easy. So if you're into that, ten bucks a day, that's only three hundred bucks a month. That's pretty you know, that's pretty reasonable, I feel. bunch like. of
0: sneezing that lately. All right, you just sneeze is three hundred dollars. <laughs> I
1: feel like it, like oh yeah, it's a uh, good feeling. Actually, I've got like multiple income streams coming in. It's like a nice, uh, nice feeling.
0: Yeah. Amazing. I, I'm very, I'm very proud of you and jealous of you simultaneously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just wait till this whole podcast thing starts to become profitable.
0: That's a fucking dream, buddy. We've been doing this. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I think that's good. Hopefully, other uh, other other apps allow this in the near future. Uh, hopefully, in Canada, maybe we hey maybe we get Cash App in Canada soon, and then I can do this no problem. So
1: yeah, there you go.
0: Until then, I wait. Until then,
1: we wait. All right, my last news story here. We've got a Libra alert. Oh, <laughs> is that still a thing? I guess so. (laughs) The Libra Association names former FinCEN director as its general counsel. Uh, The Libra Association has hired Robert Werner, a former director of the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, as its general counsel. I would say that's a pretty big name, right? Big, big deal. Former director of Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. That's pretty, pretty... Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> uh, Werner, who also had a stint as the director of Treasury Department's Office of Foreign Asset Control, or OFAC, oh, OFAC, uh, oh, fac. oh fac, <laughs> has experience working on compliance and anti-financial crime in both public and private sectors. Besides working in government, he has held leadership positions at HSBC and Goldman Sachs. Oh boy. This guy's a big deal. Werner served as the head of FinCEN between March and December of 2006. During his time there, he recruited a new CIO to leverage the department's information technology capability, according to 2006 statement from FinCEN. Uh, the announcement of Werner's appointment comes just two weeks after the installation of another HSBC leader and U.S. Treasury Department alum, uh, Chief Legal Officer Stuart Levy as the Libra Association's CEO. Interesting. Both appointments follow the start of Libra Association's journey through Switzerland's Financial Market uh, Supervisory Authority and payment licensing process for the release of their updated white paper. So, seems like Libra's really uh, gearing up here. Hmm. What do you think?
0: Interesting. Interesting. I mean, it's gonna. I I still think it's gonna happen.
1: I mean, if they're taking steps like this about a year after, I would say definitely happening. Right.
0: I agree. It'll happen before Telegram's ICO finishes.
1: <laughs> <off>. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> uh, sorry, did I
0: say that? <laughs> uh, but no it's uh yeah i i mean i don't know what it's going to do at the end of the day i don't know what kind of effect it's going to have on the cryptocurrency market uh whether that be negative or positive uh it is a big deal uh regardless um and uh i think yeah if it crosses the finish line it, it could have some benefits to uh to the space i think heck yeah
1: so let's see here i've got a bonus story
0: oh yeah bonus story a boner story or a bonus story
1: uh, I mean you know let's see how this goes maybe both <laughs> Uh this comes from fortune.com big boy Ooh. Fortune 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 Their finance department Hello So got to be got to be a big meaningful story right Must be Okay here's the headline JK Rowling was drinking old fashions and asked Twitter to explain bitcoin Here's what happens next <laughs>
0: So wow! Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I was aware of it over the weekend. Yes.
1: Uh, you, you kind of sort of participated in it.
0: I absolutely participated. Um, to uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a I'm a fan of uh, of J.K. and her story writing abilities. You know, I'm not I'm not a you know I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to Harry Potter. I guess never um, never read, never seen really they're they're pretty good they're pretty
1: good i read like the first 30 (laughs) pages of the first book when i was a kid and yeah for me yeah no didn't
0: i was always a big fan i just i just think it was impressive especially at the time i forget when it was maybe mid 2000s um when the first book came out maybe a little earlier than that but like how many like nobody was reading nobody and then a lot of people were reading after those books came out. Oh, yeah, for sure. There like, it, it's in, it's insane and, how many yeah. people she got reading. Yeah. Uh, because of those books. So, yes, I, I think she was, re- like, you have the full story, but I think she was responding yes. to a. Uh, Another celebrity in the crypto world, Elon Musk, to a tweet he had, I believe, or maybe he was uh, explaining it to her or something like I that think I believe he responded to her is Oh, is that
1: was what it was for, Yes so the cryptocurrency world received a jolt on Friday when one of the world's most famous women expressed interest in bitcoin j k author the uh, or J k. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter series, responded to a reporter's tweet and asked for an explanation so Lee Kuhn verified uh says it started with if she ever pings me i will die from happiness and this is what the reporter said and then i'm not really sure how what the context was before this but jk rowling responded with i don't understand bitcoin please explain it to me (laughs) then it didn't take long for a band of cryptocurrency enthusiasts on (laughs) social media known colloquially as crypto twitter (laughs)
0: looks like we made it (laughs) (laughs)
1: to flood Rowling's account with thousands of replies the respondents included vitalik buterin founder of ethereum who tried to explain crypto credos like decentralization and store value so uh vitalik replied with people find it interesting because there's no central authority that controls this network So there's no single group of people that can just go issue more units to their friends or manipulate its rules for for political reasons. He responded then again, saying basically global digital payments plus store of value uh, properties of gold, all with 21st century cryptographic tech to keep the whole thing running safely, which I think that's a pretty good explanation. What do you think? I agree. It is a good explanation. Way better than your your response. My response was on point. For the record, <laughs> we'll go through yours. Bring it up. We'll go through yours in a moment here. But uh, then, you know, I'll go through the story. But we'll we'll talk about the rest of crypto Twitter's response <laughs> here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Alas, Rowling remained entirely unpersuaded despite attempts by many Twitter users to invoke Harry Potter analogies, uh, such as Gringotts Bank and the magic transport device known as the Flu Network. <laughs> After reading hours of such explanations, she declared the whole Bitcoin business to be mumbo jumbo, receiving support from Tesla's CEO, Elon Musk, who also added that the currency issued by central banks isn't much better. So, JK says, people are now uh, explaining Bitcoin to me, and honestly, it's blah, 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 collectibles, my little pony, blah, 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 computers, got one of those, blah, 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 crypto, sounds creepy, blah, 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 understand the risk, I don't, though. Elon said, pretty much, although massive currency issuance by government and central banks is making Bitcoin Internet money looks solid by comparison. Then Rowling uh, also revealed that she had undertaken her Bitcoin research while knocking back a couple of old fashions. Uh, and then this person goes to explain what an old fashion is a cocktail of whiskey, sugar, and bitters. <laughs> it,
0: it, not a great, I, I went through a phase of old fashions uh, while watching Mad Men. Uh, uh-huh. okay. And not a great drink.
1: Oh, I like old fashions.
0: I'm um, not a drinker though. It's uh, I, I need a fruity like cocktail, like a yeah, I see. you know, yeah. pina colada is fine with me.
1: Um, and then it says, then she said, I know you mean to help, but full disclosure, I'm only allowing myself alcohol at weekends during this lockdown, and I'm on my fourth very strong old fashioned. And honestly, you might as well send me a scroll written in Sanskrit. And she posted a. Uh, <laughs> picture of bitcoin and how it, how blockchain works some suggested roland take another crack at learning bitcoin without the help of old fashions but to no avail uh somebody responded try again when sober she said i've got far more chance of grasping it drunk
0: <laughs> probably right
1: but- the whole discussion descended still further when the CEOs of the world's two most prominent crypto companies, Brian Armstrong of Coinbase <laughs> and CZ of Binance, encouraged Rowling to embrace Bitcoin. The latter tweeted, give a woman a fish and you'll feed her for the day. Teach a woman to fish and you feed her for a lifetime. Not that you still need feeding, but <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> come on, that had to be CZ. Amazing. Right? which came across to many as both sexist and bizarre. Armstrong's attempt to reach rolling went no better. The Coinbase CEO got duped by a scam Twitter (laughs) account that popped up to exploit the situation, exhorting a fake rolling to buy other types of crypto uh, (laughs) derided by skeptics as shit coins in parentheses besides bitcoin armstrong deleted the tweet uh, but not before it was
0: screenshotted oh it was
1: screenshotted uh, so. by the way the fake account was at not loom dart which is definitely not loom dart <laughs> <laughs> So we, uh, you know, by Saturday, the old fashions had worn off and Rowling was back on Twitter and her view of Bitcoin was dimmer than before. She says, morning, all people are calling each other simps in my mention. <laughs> and a fake JK Rowling account has made a purchase of Bitcoin. How's your Saturday shaping up?
0: Amazing.
1: By Monday, Rowling had apparently decided to wash her hands of the crypto crowd, dispensing advice on Twitter about writing, though she couldn't resist one final dig at Bitcoin. Uh, Three bits of hard-won advice this Monday morning. One, when you hit a writing block, try walking away for a bit. The best ideas like doing the chasing. Two, good mental health means staying connected. Talking is important, especially now. Three, never be flippant about Bitcoin on Twitter. (laughs) She responded to that. On point three, my mentions are still full of people trying to get me to buy Bitcoin or explain it to me. It's very kind of you, but I swear I now f- I am now feel fully educated on the subject. Uh, what, did, what did we do here? We did In not, my heart. I, I don't think we looked very good here. No, a, you know what? I'm
0: proud of people. all of us. Pro- I am not. I am, I am proud disappointed.
1: of disappointed. All- <laughs> I am disappointed and uh,
0: definitely not surprised or no well you know what's surprising you know what is surprising is in my mind like ct is this thing right and it's a big deal for me and it's a big deal for you in our little world but it's amazing when somebody from like a you know a celebrity from outside of our world you know pokes their head in and it i'm always surprised with how big we actually are and how you know what i mean like it's it was a wave i mean it was it's exactly what i would expect it to be um if if somebody of this of this stature uh tweeted about bitcoin uh but it, it's it's nice to be proven correct with how big ct actually is uh so i'm, I'm proud well, we're, of
1: we're now featured here in fortune magazine
0: that's what i'm saying like it's a thing it's a thing um uh, i mean shit coins and crypto twitter literally fake accounts like oh like it's it's amazing I, I'm just, I would say I'm more proud than anything. Uh, uh, the, she wasn't going to buy a Bitcoin anyway. So we've, yeah, we've, we've like demonstrated then, our, our force and our might. Um, and, by uh,
1: bullying somebody
0: into <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what we're supposed <laughs> no. to do. Uh, but but even, even I think even more news is the fact that, you know, Elon Musk continues to be an advocate for Bitcoin. Ish. Uh, more, than, more than really anybody else of that level. Yeah, except maybe Russell Okung. I don't think Russell Okung's at, uh, at at that level. Yeah, I don't think so. Not, I'm not sure. I'm not. He's sure.
1: not Elon Musk. No, I mean, Elon but Musk is a is professional a big deal. athlete in the NFL. Right, That's a big deal. Yeah. So,
0: um, all right. Well, uh, let us get to your tweet. So uh, we we <laughs> talk, we joke about we joke about my timeline. Uh, the you I know, thought this uh, was a
1: great tweet. By the my way,
0: my tweets don't get a lot of love typically, but this weekend I was on fire started with this oh, wow. it started with this one um, so I, yeah I just I hopped on board let's just go ahead and call this a
1: segment of hot tweets hot, tweet. hot, tweets. hot tweets hot tweets
0: hot tweets hot tweets hot tweets hot tweets indeed um uh, <laughs> Because I have a feeling you're going to read more than one. So, starting with the JK tweet, I I just retweeted and I I did my part. I bombarded her with with more tweets and more references to her books. Um, so I do know a little bit about Harry Potter. So I thought I'm like, oh, that's funny. I'm like, oh, let's let's equate every character in or most of the characters in harry potter to you know their shitcoin representation harry potter obviously being bitcoin uh ron weasley uh who you know i'll I'll explain to you because you know you don't know much about uh, no i don't so uh, ron is harry's best friend he's kind of like a a, well you know he's not harry potter is the you know the sorcerer he's the wizard like he 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 is you know he's the one ron is okay but definitely a step down so i i i you know i associated him with litecoin um so uh, you know a derivative of bitcoin but not as good uh hermione granger uh, who's the girl are you she, familiar with the girl She's the one that gets it done she's the one that get, no she's ripple oh, and yeah. the reason she's ripple uh is she's actually half wizard half human
1: oh, um and, so they, so and there's a derogatory t- term
0: um, there's a directory a term for these people in, uh, in the, in the Harry Potter world. So I thought ripple, is
1: that what a muggle is?
0: That's what a muggle is. That's very good. Oh,
1: look at me. Uh, that's
0: exactly what it is. So, uh, a muggle, uh, sounds a little bit like ripple and it's also ripple is not quite a cryptocurrency. It's like half of the, you know, it's half cryptocurrency, half centralized currency. You know what I mean? Right. So I thought that was good. Uh, there's, uh, Draco Malfoy, uh, who is like, kind of like, he's the slick bad guy kid in, uh. In Harry Potter Um, you know he's got an attitude about him but at the end of the day you know he's still a wizard he's still maybe maybe not a hundred percent bad not a hundred percent good so I equated him to Tron Um, there's uh, Snape who's uh, you know um, I can't think of his name now he passed away not that long ago Um, Harry Potter I can't think of his name (laughs) Uh, (laughs) anyways you think he's bad but he's actually a good guy Um, and that's what I equated to Tezos. So you think Tezos is bad. It's actually good. Um, there's Hagrid, who's uh, the big, he's the guy that kind of helps, uh, all the kids out at the school. Everybody likes him. I equated that to Doge. Uh, and then, uh, Neville Longbottom, who's kind of the dweeb, loser. Nobody really likes him. Always fucking up. Uh, that's Zcash. And then obviously Lord Voldemort is Bitcoin Cash, uh, who's the bad guy. Um, you know, just gonna trying to ruin all the other all the other coins. so uh, And I got a ton, I got a ton of likes. I got a ton of likes, I got some retweets. I got, uh, I got 86 likes on this one, 15 retweets, which is wow, that's insane that's for like, me. That's um, one of your
1: top performances of all time.
0: I followed it up with the next day with an even better one. Um, Let's I didn't, hear the I, hot tweet. Another hot tweet, back-to-back hot tweets. So the next day, uh, I had fallen asleep on the couch. And, oh, uh, <laughs> that's <not as> <laughs> I fell asleep on the couch, early morning napped. It was probably like fucking 10 o'clock. Um, I was wow, up early. Great, so I, That's
1: a great time for a nap.
0: No, <laughs> I, I'm typically not not a napper, but I fell asleep on the couch and fell asleep hard. And I woke up and my two-year-old was sitting on the ground with a marker. And I look at my legs and they're just absolutely tattooed in in marker. And, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I tweeted out the picture. Yeah, I was kind of like, it. I assumed it was going to be one of those four or five likers you know what i mean for for my close-knit family of twitter people Mm -hmm. um and that one took off like a rock i got like 180 likes and like it was crazy it was it was double what the what the jk one was so wow insane so everybody liked that i walked around all day i had to go to the grocery store and (laughs) you went like that well i came there was a there was an issue with i didn't know how well it was going to come off so either i was going to try to wash it off and it would be like 40% still there. You know what I mean? And I was wearing shorts. It was a nice day. Um, I was going to say, did you go out in shorts? Yeah, I did. And I said, fuck it. I said, fuck it. I said, I'm not washing them off. I went with full-blown electric legs um, (laughs) to the grocery store with my mask, uh, legs flying, uh, flip-flops on. And nobody, nobody even looked at me or questioned me or talked to me. They probably just thought I was an insane person doing groceries. You are an insane. I am. I, oh, I got, the, got the full, you know, messed up hair, messy beard. I look like a, just a psychopath. <laughs> so yeah, that was a, that was a good one too. So it was a it was a good weekend for tweets for chamber. Wow. I'm,
1: yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Do you have any other hot tweets you need to read? no hot tweets but I do have a
0: recommendation um, Ooh, it's actually recommendation. based on a tweet um, that I put out uh, I think last week I was talking shit about Quibi I don't know if you're familiar with this no so Quibi I don't know if you're watching any sort of YouTube where you'll see the commercial it's a streaming service for uh, shows that are like seven minute episodes that are like six seven minutes long <laughs> and they're okay. completely you know they're meant it's specifically meant for your phone so okay. you can watch it, you know, you, you go to the bathroom, you can watch an episode and, you know, kind of go on, go on with your day. Um, I was talking all sorts of shit about this because the, the actors and the lineup of shows all look phenomenal. So you keep seeing these trailers for these fantastic looking shows and you find out it's these little fucking three minute shows. What's the point of a trailer? That's what I thought. <laughs> Till I got the free subscription. So it's. As opposed to these shitty shows that are like three minutes long, it's really more like seven minute intervals of one show. So if you add up all of the episodes, it works out to be an hour, hour and a half tops. So imagine it like a movie with programmed breaks. So you can take a break every seven minutes. You you know, you got to get a cup of coffee, go to the bathroom. You can binge all these shows and then there's just these nice breaks in between. Um, you know more more so than a, a normal TV show where you know you're 45 minutes and you're like oh there's only 20 more minutes before the show ends and then I can you know do this thing. Well with Quibi it's every seven minutes so you can watch another episode and you're still not killing too much time. Highly recommend getting the uh, getting the free trial because uh, there's some great shows on there. I was watching I watched there's like the uh, I'm watching I'm in the midst of watching the uh, LA Clipper documentary about the um, the uh, Donald Sterling incident back in 2014. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. It's great. Uh, highly recommend. There's a great show with uh, 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 Will Forte and Dee uh, D from uh, It's Always Sunny. Where okay. they uh, end up finding like a drug dealer's uh, cash house and like renovating the house. It, anyways, and they, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, so highly recommend. Uh, so I was talking shit about it before. Totally love it now.
1: Interesting. All right, I'll have yeah. to
0: check out the Quibi. Yeah, check it out. Well worth it. You know, I don't know if it's worth ten bucks a month going. You know, after that, but because the shows are so short, if you have a fourteen day free trial, I feel like you can crush all the stuff you want to in that's that fourteen very days. True. Uh, so, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. All righty. Well, Quibi it is, and that's going to do it for us uh just you know give us a follow on our normal pages and uh which is coin hq uh, uh at CoinHQ underscore correct
0: that is correct at CoinHQ underscore
1: coin dot tv and all our normal wrecked podcast areas are we back on twitter yet or no
0: i was hoping you wouldn't bring that up uh not Cause, yet because you're in your dollar a day range now. i'm i've have got a I'm gonna start this arbitrage just to pay off my rec uh, guy. <laughs> I can't wait
1: to I can't wait to have uh the community vote on the charity we're going to give to. <laughs> so, and that, that's gonna be So I'm
0: they won't even answer me. I've I've sent about five or six follow up emails after providing everything they wanted. Did and you fi- change the actual date? I can't get in to change it. <laughs> So they, they asked me for a uh, an ID. So I sent them my ID uh, about 10 days ago, a little over 10 days ago. Um, oh, you're on the clock. Chamber I know.
1: Chari- Chamber Charity Watch started Woo! today. day.
0: So <laughs> um, yeah, I've sent them a five or six follow-up emails. So fucking Twitter, if you're listening, just unlock the account for the love of God. <laughs> Uh, I'm bleeding money here. I'm hemorrhaging. Chamber
1: Charity Watch. A dollar a day until our account is back. (laughs) A dollar a day keeps the Twitter away. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. This is unbelievable. So we've got that going for us. Uh, But that's going to do it for us. And until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice. Hey,
0: everybody. Thanks for listening